Network presents foot. Hey, hey, and welcome to the College Football Time Show. It's week 11 of the college football season. Week 10 certainly sort of uh, spit out uh, the non-contenders a little bit here in the college football season. So we got another week. Uh, the Big 12 is beginning its semi-playoff here yeah. in the next uh, couple weeks. So uh, with us, as always, is Dynamite, David. Uh Another tough week, uh, both losers uh, on the week uh, last week, but um, you went down. This is the good thing about being low budget. It, when you lose a lot of games, you don't lose quite as much money. So you only lost $632, which is a penance of basically what we've been losing week to week. So there's always that to look on to the bright I side. I'm waiting for you to compile the stat of how much money someone would make if they just bet opposite of me. I I think all year uh, long. instead of us having our uh, Tolkien uh, bull pick'em show where we both go, well, none of these teams are going to try. Uh, we probably will just go over the stats and our uh, preseason uh, prop bets to have a little bit of fun, so we can look at. Uh, what people would have done if they had just gone against you all year long, or uh, just see what team has cost you the most money, which is probably what I'm uh, more uh, <laughs> curious. Probably North about, Carolina. Uh, about so, uh, so uh, you won, you lost nine sixty, you won three twenty seven twenty seven, six thirty two is a net loss, so eleven thousand five hundred and thirty seven dollars. I am confident you're going to make it through the end of the year here without uh, blowing the uh remaining 11 grand last week are all max unit plays <laughs> all or nothing. uh well i don't know if that would be good for you <laughs> this year so uh <laughs> i uh i also was on the losing end uh 25 62 50 in losses 1679 28 a win i did hit a nice little underdog parlay that sort of bailed me out there uh 88322 uh my new balance is 31914 i think this is the first time i've had back to back uh losing weeks so i've i've caught your mojo here uh granted uh i did go like two out of three on like four of my five parlays which is always a blast uh, to sort of sort through and uh, go back and look at but nonetheless uh a new week uh, arrives uh what did you look at here in week 11? Because I actually, there were a handful of games I really, really liked. Uh, so I, I think I've been a little light the last couple of weeks. I, I'm going uh, pretty big this week. What did, what did you see in week 11? Yeah, there's not as many big games this week. There's a few, uh, you know, like we said, the Big 12 has some big games. Uh, they're coming down to where the top three or four teams are all playing each other. Um, but, you know, there was a few that I liked. There's a couple I think we're, we share the same opinion on. Uh, but not a whole lot of solo picks. I put together a couple parlays, just not much I really liked uh, yet again this week. Um, so uh, we'll see how it goes and, uh, you know, see how things narrow down as we get closer to the college football playoff. Yeah. All right. So let's hit it up and let's head to the ACC as we always do. Well, we're going to basically start out with uh, the bet that's uh, going to decide my whole week uh, uh, pretty much here. Not really, because I got a couple other pretty big plays in there. And uh, maybe if one of the uh, miracle underdogs hits, uh, 
It'll also cover it, but uh, Clemson, uh, pretty disappointing last week versus Notre Dame. I, I, I know Notre Dame's been very, very improved from what they were at the uh, start of the year, but uh, basically uh, Clemson didn't pull the trigger on switching QBs this time. I don't even know if it would have mattered all that much with the way Notre Dame uh, built out its lead. It, you know, you give up a couple interception scores, you give up a punt block score, uh, I, I, the percentage of winning a football game <laughs> with those things happening to you go uh, very, very uh, yeah. down. And Clemson basically had no offense. The defense I, I didn't think was great. But once again, you know, you give up turnovers and blocked punts, it, it's hard to go. But uh, Louisville, who's on the other end of the spectrum here, who's really – found a rhythm and is closing this uh, season really, really well. And uh, Scott Satterfield might have saved his job here if he continues to close out this season real, real, real solid. So what do you make of this Louisville-Clemson game? I'm really big on Louisville here getting seven points. Uh, I just – I don't believe in this Clemson team very much. Uh, and I just think Louisville's defense is playing well, and I think we get a close game no matter what. Now, when they Clemson decides to pull the trigger on the quarterback change, uh, I, I might have a different feeling, but I just think Louisville's defense is playing well. We stay out of the night game in Clemson, so this 3.30 slot I think favors Louisville on our, as a road game here. So uh, what do you make of Louisville-Clemson? Yeah, I kind of wanted to go along with you here in this one at first. I, I looked at it, and then I just kind of got a little nervous, you know, and, and, and maybe I shouldn't because I got nervous last week. I wanted to take Notre Dame, and I should have hopped all over that. So maybe this is another one where I should be taking uh, the team going up against Clemson because this Clemson team, just they've looked off all year. Even in the games they've won, they haven't looked like the Clemson of, of late. And um, I I just I don't know. Like you said, they got to find some offensive uh, – rhythm uh maybe that's what the new quarterback something they can't come out and and fail to put points on the board or earlier this will be another long game for them um and you know kudos to Louisville they're they're right there in it and uh and they're performing well so uh should be a good game I I just I don't know I'm I'm still kind of holding my breath on if Clemson will drop two in a row like that well Uh, you know they still technically have an outside shot at the playoff if the committee respects a ACC champion yeah well that's what I was gonna say it's just I think everybody just keeps giving Clemson and Clemson the benefit of the doubt, uh, yeah. basically uh, because Clemson's been really great for, you know, the previous ten years uh, before that, uh, and I just if you look at it, they could have easily lost that Wake Forest game, and you know probably should have lost that Wake Forest game. Uh, the NC State game they played pretty well in, but it was still you know a, a defensive hammer fight in NC State is just the one that made the mistakes. And that one, you go back to the Syracuse game, uh, which they narrowly, narrowly pulled off. So they could easily have three or four losses on this season. And I just think this Louisville team's playing too well right now. Uh, And they could probably sneak in there and kill this victory. Like you said, they're still technically an outside shot. They went out the rest of the season. They can go, well, our only loss is a non-conference loss at Notre Dame. We've won our conference championship, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you start looking at that case, and even though you might not like the way they play, you got to go, well, yeah, they have one loss, non-conference loss at Notre Dame, and they've won their conference title. Now, it's just I don't think they're very good. This Louisville game, if if they can get a loss here, we'll sum it up. And I think 
even if you don't like the money line like I do, I, I think that's seven points. Uh, the way the Stu defenses is plays, this game's sitting there for, you know, like yeah. a 16-13, 20-14 type game here. So I, I really think uh, good line here for Louisville. I'm surprised it came in this high even after as poor as uh, Clemson played, you know, last week. All right, let's move to the next one. And... This one I like too, but uh, I don't like. I was, I was very much hoping uh, this was going to teeter in my favor, especially after the uh, NC State loss. I I had my eye on it about three weeks ago because I thought they might be getting plus at home. Uh, of course. Uh, <laughs> Everybody might not know, but certainly odds makers know that uh, Wake Forest is probably the better football team than here than the one loss North Carolina. It, it goes to about three and a half, four, depending where you find it. Uh, I, I agree. I think, you know, Wake Forest ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw the last couple weeks. Two tough road games going back home versus a North Carolina team whose defense is really, really poor. I look for that offense to kickstart again and, and really, really put points on the board. Um I don't know if their defense can hold, but actually you look the last couple of weeks, their defense has been okay. It's been the offense that hasn't uh, really produced points. So uh, I, I'm really big on Wake here. I, I do wish it was like a plus one, uh, and then I, I might empty the bank accounts on it. Uh, instead, I'm just putting a big wager on it. But uh, what do you make of Wake Forest, North Carolina here? Yeah, you know, I was looking at this, and the number I was looking at was that points total. Uh, I think it's around yeah. 76, 77 it right was now. at 77 uh, today when I looked at it. <laughs> uh, I think if it was closer to 70, I'd be all over and over. If it was 80, I'd probably be all over and under, but it's kind of right at that hard spot. It's cause I could definitely... me, but uh, I just uh, can't quite pull the trigger <laughs> on the under, even though uh, every bone in my body says when something is 77, you should probably bet on the under. Yeah, and, you know, I've actually I've seen some guys online that are saying take the over uh, even at 77, and I just I find that hard to believe. But, you know, you go back and look at the history of these two with uh, North Carolina. You know, they have probably the most uh, poorest defense in probably the country, and Wake's got a very potent offense, and their defense is great either. So uh should be a back-and-forth game, really fun game to watch, I'd say, unless we just get something really shocking like a one-sided blowout, maybe some turnovers or something. But I'd expect a high-scoring affair. and. Uh, for that reason, I couldn't pick a side, especially because I went big on Wake a couple weeks ago and they let me down. So I'm not ready to quite jump on that train yet. And I'm definitely not going on North Carolina again. I think they've let me down four times this year. Yeah, the the thing I looked at is, uh, you know, when North Carolina played Notre Dame, and that was like 42-24, I think there's an outside chance this game more hits in that area than the, uh, you know, like Appy State North Carolina shootout in the 60s. Uh, granted, both are possible, but I, I just think Wake's probably the better team. You know, North Carolina's been the benefit of a, a pretty nice schedule here. Uh, the other thing is they've basically clinched uh, their side of the, uh, I don't know if it's the coastal or the interior, whatever their side of the ACC division is. They've basically clinched it, so uh, this game's sort of a throwaway game uh, for them as well, uh, which might help them too, because it has no pressure whatsoever, but I just can't foresee their defense really slowing down. Uh, Wake here after Wake's had two tough games in a row. Um, I just, I wish the odds makers had been a little.
Night Network presents Foot. Hey, and welcome to the College Football Time Show. It's week 11 of the college football season. Week 10 certainly sort of uh, spit out uh, the non-contenders a little bit here in the college football season. So we got another week. Uh, the Big 12 is beginning its semi-playoff here yeah. in the next uh, couple weeks. So uh, with us, as always, is Dynamite David. Uh, another tough week. Uh, both losers uh, on the week uh, last week. But um, you went down... This is the good thing about being low budget. It, when you lose one of games, you don't lose quite as much money. So you only lost $632, which is a penance of basically what we've been losing week to week. So there's always that to look on to the bright I, side. I'm waiting for you to compile the stat of how much money someone would make if they just bet opposite of me I, I think all year uh, long. Instead of us having our uh, Tolkien uh, bowl pick 'em show where we both go, well, none of these teams are going to try. Uh, we probably will just go over the stats and our uh, preseason uh, prop bets to have a little bit of fun so we can look at uh, what people would have done if they had just gone against you all year long or uh, just see what team has cost you the most money, which is probably what I'm uh, more uh, <laughs> curious Probably North about, Carolina. Uh, about. So, uh, uh, so uh, you won, you lost nine sixty. You won three twenty seven twenty seven. Six thirty two is a net loss. So eleven thousand five hundred and thirty seven dollars. I am confident you're going to make it through the end of the year here without uh, blowing the uh, remaining eleven grand. Last week are all max unit plays. <laughs> all or nothing. Uh, well, I don't know if that would be good for you <laughs> this year. So uh, <laughs> I uh, I also was on the losing end. Uh, twenty five sixty two fifty in losses. Sixteen seventy nine twenty eight a win. I did hit a nice little underdog parlay that sort of bailed me out there uh 88322 uh my new balance is 31914 i think this is the first time i've had back to back uh losing weeks so i've i've caught your mojo here uh granted uh i did go like two out of three on like four of my five parlays, which is always a blast uh, to sort of sort through and uh, go back and look at. But nonetheless, uh, a new week uh, arrives. Uh, what did you look at here in week 11? Because I actually, there were a handful of games I really, really liked. Uh, so I, I think I've been a little light the last couple of weeks. I, I'm going uh, pretty big this week. What did, what did you see in week 11? Yeah, there's not as many big games this week. There's a few, uh, you know, like we said, the Big 12 has some big games. Uh, they're coming down to where the top three or four teams are all playing each other. Um, but, you know, there was a few that I like. There's a couple I think we're, we share the same opinion on. Uh, but not a whole lot of solo picks. I put together a couple parlays. Just not much I really liked uh, yet again this week. Um, so uh, we'll see how it goes and, uh, you know, see how things narrow down as we get closer to the college football playoff yeah all right so let's hit it up and let's head to the acc as we always do well we're gonna basically start out with uh, the bet that's uh going to decide my whole week uh, uh pretty much here not really because i got a couple other pretty big plays in there and uh maybe if one of the uh, miracle underdogs hits uh it'll also cover it but uh clemson uh Pretty disappointing last week versus Notre Dame. I, I, I know Notre Dame's been 
very, very improved from what they were at the uh, start of the year. But uh, basically, uh, Clemson didn't pull the trigger on switching QBs this time. I don't even know if it would have mattered all that much with the way Notre Dame uh, built out its lead. You know, you give up a couple interception scores, you give up a punt block score. Uh, I, I the percentage of winning a football game with those things happening to you go uh, very, very uh, yeah. down. And Clemson basically had no offense. The defense I, I didn't think was great. But once again, you know, you give up turnovers and blocked punts, it, it's hard to go. But uh, Louisville, who's on the other end of the spectrum here, who's really found a rhythm and is closing this uh, season really, really well. And uh, Scott Satterfield might have saved his job here if he continues to close out this season real, real, real solid. So what do you make of this Louisville-Clemson game? I'm really big on Louisville here getting seven points. Uh, I just – I don't believe in this Clemson team very much. Uh, and I just think Louisville's defense is playing well, and I think we get a close game no matter what. Now, when they Clemson decides to pull the trigger on the quarterback change, uh, I, I might have a different feeling, but I just think Louisville's defense is playing well. We stay out of the night game in Clemson, so this 3.30 slot I think favors Louisville on our, as a road game here. So uh, what do you make of Louisville-Clemson? Yeah, I kind of wanted to go along with you here in this one at first. I, I looked at it, and then I just kind of got a little nervous, you know, and, and, and maybe I shouldn't because I got nervous last week. I wanted to take Notre Dame, and I should have hopped all over that. So maybe this is another one where I should be taking uh, the team going up against Clemson because this Clemson team, just they've looked off all year. Even in the games they've won, they haven't looked like the Clemson of, of late. And um, I I just I don't know. Like you said, they got to find some offensive uh, – rhythm uh maybe that's what the new quarterback something they can't come out and and fail to put points on the board or earlier this will be another long game for them um and you know kudos to louisville they're they're right there in it and uh and they're performing well so uh should be a good game i i just i don't know i'm i'm still kind of holding my breath on if clemson will drop two in a row like that well uh, I, I, you know they still technically have an outside shot at the playoff if the committee respects a acc champion yeah well that's what i was gonna say it, it's just I think everybody just keeps giving Clemson and Clemson the benefit of the doubt, uh, yeah. basically uh, because Clemson's been really great for, you know, the previous ten years uh, before that, uh, and I just if you look at it, they could have easily lost that Wake Forest game, and you know probably should have lost that Wake Forest game. Uh, the NC State game they played pretty well in, but it was still you know a, a defensive hammer fight in NC State is just the one that made the mistakes. And that one, you go back to the Syracuse game, uh, which they narrowly, narrowly pulled off. So they could easily have three or four losses on this season. And I just think this Louisville team's playing too well right now. Uh, and they could probably sneak in there and kill this victory. Like you said, they're still technically an outside shot. They went out the rest of the season. They can go, well, our only loss is a non-conference loss at Notre Dame. We've won our conference championship, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you start looking at that case, and even though you might not like the way they play, you got to go, well, yeah, they have one loss, non-conference loss at Notre Dame, and they've won their conference title. Now, it's just, I don't think they're very good. This Louisville game, if, if they can get a loss here, we'll sum it up. And I think 
even if you don't like the money line like I do, I, I think that's seven points. Uh, the way the Stu defenses is plays, this game's sitting there for, you know, like yeah. a 16-13, 20-14 you know, type game here. So I, I really think a uh, good line here for Louisville. I'm surprised it came in this high, even after as poor as uh, Clemson played, you know, last week. All right, let's move to the next one. And... This one I like too, but uh, I don't like. I was, I was very much hoping uh, this was going to teeter in my favor, especially after the uh, NC State loss. I I had my eye on it about three weeks ago because I thought they might be getting plus at home. Uh, of course. Uh, <laughs> Everybody might not know, but certainly odds makers know that uh, Wake Forest is probably the better football team than here than the one loss North Carolina. It, it goes to about three and a half, four, depending where you find it. Uh, I, I agree. I think, you know, Wake Forest ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw the last couple of weeks. Two tough road games going back home versus a North Carolina team whose defense is really, really poor. I look for that offense to kickstart again and, and really, really put points on the board. Um I don't know if their defense can hold, but actually you look the last couple of weeks, their defense has been okay. It's been the offense that hasn't uh, really produced points. So uh, I, I'm really big on Wake here. I, I do wish it was like a plus one, uh, and then I, I might empty the bank accounts on it. Uh, instead, I'm just putting a big wager on it. But uh, what do you make of Wake Forest, North Carolina here? Yeah, you know, I was looking at this, and the number I was looking at was that points total. Uh, I think it's yeah. around 76, 77 it right was now. at 77 uh, today when I looked at it. <laughs> uh, I think if it was closer to 70, I'd be all over it over. If it was 80, I'd probably be all over and under, but it's kind of right at that hard spot. It's cause I could definitely... me, but uh, I just uh, can't quite pull the trigger <laughs> on the under, even though uh, every bone in my body says when something is 77, you should probably bet on the under. Yeah, and, you know, I've actually I've seen some guys online that are saying take the over uh, even at 77, and I just I find that hard to believe. But, you know, you go back and look at the history of these two with uh, North Carolina, you know, they have probably the most uh, poorest defense in probably the country, and Wake's got a very potent offense, and their defense is great either. So uh should be a back-and-forth game, really fun game to watch, I'd say, unless we just get something really shocking like a one-sided blowout, maybe some turnovers or something. But I'd expect a high-scoring affair, and uh, – for that reason, I couldn't pick a side, especially because I went big on Wake a couple weeks ago and they let me down. So I'm not ready to quite jump on that train yet. And I'm definitely not going on North Carolina again. I think they've let me down four times this year. Yeah, the, the thing I looked at is, uh, you know, when North Carolina played Notre Dame, and that was like 42-24. I think there's an outside chance this game more hits in that area than the, uh, you know, like Appy State North Carolina shootout in the 60s. Uh, granted, both are possible, but I just think Wake's probably the better team. You know, North Carolina's been the benefit of a, a pretty nice schedule here. Uh, the other thing is they've basically clinched uh, their side of the, uh, I don't know if it's the coastal or the interior, whatever their side of the ACC division is. They've basically clinched it, so uh, this game's sort of a throwaway game uh, for them as well, uh, which might help them too, because it has no pressure whatsoever, but I just can't foresee their defense really slowing down. Uh, Wake here after Wake's had two tough games in a row. Um, I just, I wish the odds makers had been a little less smart and given me my plus one uh, Wake at home uh, nonetheless. All right, uh, let's go to Florida State, uh, Syracuse here. 
Florida State with a really big win versus Miami. Uh, Syracuse continues to fall here. Um, not a huge game, but I think a pretty meaningful one. Uh, you know, this is one that Florida State, I, I think, needs to sort of show that they can win. Uh, they've been able to win a handful of really nice games uh, so far this season, but to put two wins in a row at Miami then going up at Syracuse is something they probably haven't done for four or five years, you know, being able to put two solid wins together on the road uh, versus teams. Uh, so I'm curious if they can go up into Syracuse uh, and I, I was stunned they were seven-point favorites, so I'm all on Syracuse on this one, but what do you make of this Florida State-Syracuse matchup? Yeah, I was leaning Syracuse, but I was really impressed by what Florida State did last week, and 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 I, th I think it's while it's big that Syracuse is getting seven at home, uh, in a place that performed really well. I think they, uh, I I don't know if they've lost some momentum. I don't know these last few weeks they've really struggled. They've played some tough teams, uh, and Florida State seems to be uh, playing a lot better the last couple games. So they may have some momentum coming into there, and uh, and carry that huge win over rival Miami. Uh, into this one so i was a little afraid to take it i think it's moving up to like seven and a half yeah. now so uh really moving people really like this florida state team so and, you know with syracuse's defense maybe good to ride them in the points at home yeah I, I liked the plus seven i will say if you look at florida state the three losses they have are wake nc state and clemson so you know they don't really have a bad loss you know on the year so far so big win over lsu too and uh you know a win over lsu that looks you know better and better each week uh so it should be an interesting game i was all on uh syracuse on here though getting seven at home i i thought after playing Miami in Miami and then going up to Syracuse. That's a tough back-to-back -to -back road team. So I was pretty shocked that uh, it was a uh, uh, seven-point spread. Uh, you got no straight bets in the ACC, and I, I'm loaded up. We're going to go first with the Golden Pinta here at uh, Louisville. So, uh, one, uh, I, I will say I'm a little nervous that Clemson's going to replace their quarterback at some point in time, and I'm going to get Syracuse where I'm up 21-7 to at halftime, and then I end up losing, uh, you know, 27-23. So I, I went golden pinta here. Louisville plus seven uh, uh, as a just straight money. Louisville first half plus four. Uh, we're going 250 on that. We're doing a, a little two-way bet. Louisville winning at halftime. Louisville winning at full time. Uh, plus 400 on that one, 125. Louisville money line plus 230. And Louisville first half money line. Plus one seventy, so a five-tiered Louisville bet here. That's eight seventy-five, all on Louisville, right there. That's correct. That's eight seventy-five on Louisville. Now uh, I can mix and match and win a couple different ways and break even. And if we can just get the straight victory from start to finish, uh, we can win a whole lot of money on that one. But uh, next up, we're going Wake minus three and a half. We're going seven fifty on that one. We got a big bet on that one. Like I said, I feel like that one's. Going to end up more like the Notre Dame-North Carolina game, especially with North Carolina going on the road. And then lastly, Syracuse, plus a seven versus Florida State. Have 250 on that one, and Syracuse money line, uh, plus 240 uh, as well, 125 on that one. So we're loaded up with a, a lot of money uh, on the ACC this week. Uh, uh, big ACC week. Uh, at, at least every team but Louisville is at home. So, uh, <laughs> all right, uh, let's go to the AAC. A uh, couple big games. One of them yeah. uh, is tonight, uh, East Carolina versus Cincinnati. Uh, 
East Carolina, an outside chance at the AAC, but uh, mostly Cincinnati needs to win this game to sort of stay alive in the AAC uh, with the other big game uh, on Saturday. What do you make of this East Carolina-Cincinnati game? Can East Carolina go in there and win, or is Cincinnati going to control this? It, it's been a little bit of a weird East Carolina team. It, it, it's been harder to read than I thought. I, they probably have the record I, I thought they'd have, uh, you know, at the beginning of the season, but yeah. you never quite know which East Carolina you're getting. Uh, so it's been a little hard to bet on them all year long. Yeah, I think it's going to be a little tough going on the road, you know, not necessarily midweek, but earlier than Saturday uh, into a tough place, Cincinnati, who uh, who's going to play you tough. I, I just I saw this line. I, I didn't think it was quite enough points here uh, to go Eastern Carolina's way. Uh, but strange things happen on these midweek games. So and and East Carolina has been one of those strange teams, like you said, they've been really hot. And when, when they're bad, they're really bad. So it'll be interesting to see what we get here. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that's where I sat. It probably. Was it quite enough for East Carolina? That's where I leaned. But it probably was a little too many uh, for Cincinnati where I wanted to really yeah. put money on them because, you know, I, just coming off watching them versus uh, UCF. Now, granted, that was down in Central Florida. They didn't look great. And we've seen this East Carolina, you know, sort of step up and beat teams like Central Florida, uh, you know, throughout the year. So it just sort of was, ended up a stay away. But really really big game uh friday night tonight and then the other big game central florida goes to tulane uh I'm excited for this yeah one. this one's interesting because we ended up on uh different sides of it uh but it I, I think we both probably could talk ourselves into either side of the game so uh how did you come about uh one to uh tulane in this one I just think, you know, I just looked at this. Tulane overall, I think, has been the better team this year. I get they're going on the road here, but uh, I, I, I like Tulane minus the one and a half. I, I just, I, I think their season as a whole, they performed in, at more consistently than than UCF. Yeah, uh, I just, you know what. Uh, I'm looking at that one Tulane loss. Uh, now, granted, I predicted that one, which in hindsight seems pretty stupid uh, when you look at it as they've dominated. But they've had a couple games here where they sort of had to pull it out. They had a tough game at Tulsa uh, last week where Tulsa isn't very good. And I'm wondering if just sort of the pressure of ru this ride here, because, I mean, I don't think anybody uh, expected Tulane, uh, even on the high side of things, where I, I think even in the preseason where I was like, I think Tulane could finish, you know, uh, fourth or fifth in the AAC. I don't think anybody was thinking they were about to make a, you know, undefeated run uh, through the AAC with a road win at K-State. So I, I just wonder if the pressure's getting to them a little bit. <coughs> I think Central Florida's the better team here. Uh, but, you know, like I said, they've gone into East Carolina and lost. Uh, you know, they have a loss at home to Louisville, which, you know, actually doesn't look too bad uh now as it did at the beginning of the year uh, i just it's more i think central florida is the better team you think tulane's the better team and at one and a half i think that's it's sort of perfect line uh where they'll get even money on uh sort of both uh sets of uh betters here and uh vegas will make up it off and one side will lose a lot one side will win a lot here so uh that's the games in the AAC. We've already sort of talked about our bets, but uh, go ahead and give us your bets for the AAC. 
Yeah, I'm taking Tulane minus the one and a half. Not a huge play here, just $115 for me uh, as my units have shrunk down as the season goes on. But uh, just a little bit here. I think it's going to be a good game, but I, I like the, the Tulane to get the win here. Yeah, I'm on the other side. I like UCF plus the one and a half. I got 500 on that one. So I'm a little bit more bullish than you. Uh, on this game. All right, let's go to the Big 12. I mentioned uh, basically a semi-tournament here uh, on the Big 12 uh, side of things in the next couple weeks. We'll start off with Kansas State and Baylor. Uh, Baylor, a nice win uh, at Oklahoma uh, last week. Uh, Kansas State, it's hard to say. Uh, You know, they were awful in that first half and then uh, basically shut Texas out and almost completed the comeback in the second half. So, you know, not a great game, but I don't really know how to judge it because they sort of showed in the second half they probably were the better team uh, if you can shut a team out for a half, uh, especially one like Texas. So I don't, I just got scared off on this one. I I know you like Baylor in this one. I just... You know, if that Kansas State defense comes to play, I'm a little nervous if Baylor can score. But uh, certainly being at home, I I think Baylor probably has a slight edge here. What do you make of this game? Yeah, I just like the momentum that Baylor's been able to build these last few weeks, uh, starting to play a little bit more like I expected them to at the beginning of the year. And, uh, And I think this Kansas State team, you know, I guess they're still kind of in it there. You know, even after that loss to Texas, they need some help from TCU to beat Texas this week. Um, But I I just – I think Kansas State going on the road here to a sellout crowd at Baylor who's finally getting some momentum. I think I think this is screams Baylor big win. Uh, Kansas State, their their magic that they found on offense. I don't see it coming together in this one. Yeah, I think it's just it's sort of what Kansas State defense shows up. Is it the one that yeah. shut out Oak State? Is the one that shut out Texas in the second half, or is it the uh, one we saw uh, you know in the first half, uh, first Texas, which was letting them gash them for you know. 40-yard runs uh, at, at a time probably will determine this one. The next one is TCU, Texas. Uh, you got to bet on this one as well. I, I stayed away, but I will say this. Um, I probably will be betting on TCU in the second half when that number comes up, no matter what this is. One, Texas basically, I think, has lost every second half uh, all year long, and TCU has been a monster in the second half all year long. So I didn't want to touch the um, – seven and a half uh, basically because if Texas can get out to like a 21-7 start I could probably get like plus 21 puts a very large uh, money line to see if TCU can make their comeback here and I think more than anything that uh, maybe scared me off is Texas at home at night I think the crowd will be fired up and with the way TCU started it just makes me a little nervous that it sort of ends up like the game last week where Texas got out to a, a big, you know, margin versus K-State and then basically is just holding on for dear life in the second half. It, it seems like that might be similar to how this game plays out, which would cover the seven and a half, but I, I just didn't want to be uh, behind on that big margin. So what did you make of this game? Yeah, I had I had thoughts about, you know, you had talked about waiting live in-game and taking TCU when that money gets up, you know, over two touchdowns here. But I just think that seven and a half is too sweet for a – you know, what we're talking is a top yeah. four college football playoff team right now. Yeah, it's on the road, but, you know, their offenses look pretty good for the most part. You know, they get off these slow starts, but uh, I like their ability to score the ball better than Texas. And, um, you know, 
if Texas doesn't get going early, they're in trouble because they, they tend to, you know, like you said, get those leads and hang on. Uh, so we'll see how it plays out. But I just thought the seven and a half was too juicy. You know, getting the hook and the touchdown uh, was really nice. And I, I had to put a little bit on that. Yeah, I, I agree. There's there's a danger playing the waiting game because if TCU gets off to a good start, uh, you know, it's going away. And I, I don't... I think TCU can fall behind and come back. I'm not sure Texas yeah. can fall behind and come back. I, I think that throws their offense totally out of whack, and TCU can just start running whatever they want. So it, it's a gamble uh, to sort of wait and see if you can hit it big. But uh, I, I just I, I gotta I, I wanted to see sort of what the atmosphere was like in Texas before I, I really went full bore into it. All right, uh, what do you got bet wise? You already went over. We went over both the games you bet on. I got two uh, different ones, but uh, what are you looking at here in the uh, Big 12? Yeah, I got $215 plays. I took Baylor minus the 2.5 versus Kansas State. And like I said, TCU plus the 7.5 at Texas. Uh, Just looking forward to these Big 12 games. I think they both should be entertaining. Well, I'm going to go with the uh, what the hell happened to uh, Oklahoma State plus the one and a half at home uh, versus Iowa State uh, because, uh, honestly, I don't know what the hell happened. Uh, You know, they beat Texas, score 40 points, and then for the next two weeks they haven't been able to score points on Kansas State or Kansas. I think we're three weeks out from us saying that Oklahoma State was probably the best team in the Big 12, and, uh, and, and now where are we? Yeah, I I honestly don't know what has happened. I get that their defense sort of gives up points, so we, that we've realized their defense has been poor basically since the start of the year. But uh, the offense randomly going AWOL for these two weeks here, is, it's been a little bit of a, a shock. So I think going being back home, Iowa State, who's not going to score a lot of points on you, uh, Oklahoma State sort of finds its rhythm or their season is just totally gone in the tank and maybe in the offseason we find out uh, what the hell happened that uh, caused them to basically be the best team in the Big 12 and then all of a sudden uh, just drop off a, a cliff here. Uh, okay, uh, so Oklahoma State plus the one and a half, uh, 250, and then uh, I'm just going to ride my... Uh, I- I was waiting to see if you were going to take this. I, yeah, I, I wanted to because I had – as soon as I see these picks, I hear you in my head. Road game at West Virginia. Take West Virginia. Yeah, noon road game at West Virginia. Oklahoma goes there. It's not ideal, uh, basically, because I think everybody knows their coach is going to be fired. So I don't really know what they're playing for. But if you have a system, you ride the system, you'll see – I. I didn't do the straight bet with the spread. That will be in my parlays. I didn't want to double up on the straight bet losses. So we got West Virginia money line plus 265, and uh, we'll throw West Virginia in a parlay that uh, we'll talk about later. All right, uh, let's move to the Big Ten. Um, I don't quite know why I put these games in here, but... One matters for the most part. No, I I looked. Technically... They both technically kind of matter. Everything matters because (laughs) Minnesota, Purdue, Illinois, Wisconsin, and Iowa all are... Powerhouse of teams right there. All are two and three losses. (laughs) So if Purdue beats Illinois, I don't quite know what the tiebreakers go to, but that puts Wisconsin, Iowa, and Minnesota back into play too as long as they all win. 
So I just put the, I assume Minnesota's winning this week. I, I believe they're at uh, Northwestern or uh, they're at a very bad team. So I assume Minnesota, their capabilities of continuing to beat uh, bad teams and lose to every good team will continue. But Purdue, Illinois, Wisconsin, Iowa, showdown of uh mediocre team that will have a 30-point spread in the Big Ten championship game. Um, I don't know. Purdue was awful last week. Illinois uh, did their weird thing where they outgained somebody by about 400 yards and somehow lost the game, uh, much like they did at Indiana. Um, and Wisconsin and Iowa have gotten to the crap part of their schedule, so they've plugged away uh, a couple wins here to uh, make them look a little better uh, than they did at the start of the year. So... I don't know. Break down these games. Give me your thoughts. Uh, they're all pretty gross in my mind. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, that Purdue-Illinois, I mean, really flip a coin. It depends on what team shows up. I think Purdue uh, should be the better team here, but they've underperformed all year. Illinois kind of overperformed in some games and underperformed in some. So uh, really just a not a not a great game. But uh, the one I really like, I like that Wisconsin-Iowa. I've got a bet on Wisconsin. Uh, I think Wisconsin has played really much improved ever since they fired their coach. They've played like one of the better teams in this division. And I think they're going to come out and dominate this Iowa team, even on the road. Yeah. Uh, I should mention also, I check weather in uh, games that are a, above the Mason-Dixon line. Um, it's going to be a little cold and windy in Wisconsin and Iowa. So, granted, I didn't grab the 35-under, but... Uh, <laughs> It's certainly in play. Uh, and, uh, yeah, did you, know, you watch that Northwestern Ohio State game last week? That was uh, nasty. Yes, uh, yes, it was. So, uh, weather becoming a bit of a play. Uh, you also saw it play a factor, uh, you know, last night in the NFL game in Carolina, Atlanta. So, you know, weather's starting to become a factor. So, before you like jump on to a lot of stuff I, I'd look at the weather now it doesn't affect these two teams because they're both bad weather teams but there are a couple in the Pac-12 uh, that I'd, I'd look at one in particular uh, where weather I think might play a bit of a factor alright let's go to Conference USA um, oh did I do my uh, Big 12 you didn't bet? do your pick you have your one bet I have my one bet uh, oh yeah uh, I'm going Rutgers money line plus 290 uh, versus Michigan State. Um, I, I know everybody is hurrahing the great uh, Michigan State win, but uh, like I said earlier, uh, Illinois outgained them by like 400 yards. Um, it was kind of fluky that they got that win. Um, I, I don't expect them to come out and uh, really dominate Rutgers. It probably will be a gross game involving bad weather and two teams who have no offense. So 290 seemed pretty good to me. I also have Rutgers, uh, I, I think, in a parlay over here as well. Uh, Conference USA, there were no real great matchup games, but uh, we both uh, loaded up on one team for sure. So uh, why don't you give us your bets and then I'll, I'll go over mine. Yeah, I was really shocked to see this team getting this many points, but North Texas getting six uh, against UAB, who's really underperformed in this conference all year. And North Texas is over, uh, overachieved, I think. Their offense has been tremendous. And uh, I think getting six points here is a huge favor. I like 
uh, both the spread and the money line play here for sure. Yeah, I'm all on North Texas as well. Six, uh, you know, I, I think UAB threw their soul at that UT San Antonio game, got that miracle Hail Mary there at the end of the game, uh, still did not end up winning it in overtime. UT San Antonio won it. Uh, North Texas comes into town. Uh, I, I mean, Honestly, clearly, I think they're the second-best team in the Conference yeah. USA. Uh, so them getting six, I, I'm all over. Uh, North Texas plus six. I got 500 on that. I got 250 on the 192 uh, money line uh, there. So I, I'd grab North Texas. Also, UAB's lost three in a row here. So I yeah. I don't think their momentum's going to be real high. I don't think a lot of fans are going to come out after having lost three straight and, you know, filling it up uh, the other night. So I think tech, North Texas comes in there in a good spot uh next up rice plus 13 versus western kentucky here now uh you know i don't know how to explain uh what happened with charlotte uh especially since <laughs> western kentucky came back and blew the doors off of them and rice uh went into utep and won so <laughs> i don't know that's one of those weird little things that no one will quite understand how Charlotte went in the road and beat a pretty solid Rice team. Uh, so I, I know Rice hasn't been great on the road, but uh, I, I think 13 points seemed pretty extreme versus a Western Kentucky team who, you know, I, I, I don't know how you watch these two teams play and say Western Kentucky is 13 points better. They haven't been very good all year long either. Uh, you know, it's the only thing we're going off of the fluky Charlotte game because Rice has probably had the better year uh, overall other than the weird Charlotte game. Uh, you know, and I just sort of write that off. So I have Charlotte plus 13, 125 on that, and then Rice money line uh, plus 420. I got 62.50 on that one. Uh, we got different opinions on the uh next well i don't know about differing opinions uh you'll notice i didn't take the spread uh but uh liberty yukon in the independence yukon's got two games here to win one to get bowl eligible they got liberty this week uh army next week you're taking the liberty minus 14 uh yeah. here i'm I have a bet UConn money line plus 460. Uh, I did put them in my parlays on the other side, but uh, what do you like about Liberty here minus the 14? Yeah, I just think this is a team Liberty outclasses. While UConn has come up and bettered some other bad teams out there, I think this Liberty team is too good. Who just, you know, coming off a big win against Arkansas, and uh, they tend to really dominate in the games uh, they should win, and this is one of those. So I think they're going to come out and cover the spread pretty big. Yeah, I, I just think UConn's a little frisky. I, I think this will be a little closer uh, than people think, especially I, I think Liberty will let down uh, a little bit after their big win uh, versus Arkansas. Um, and, you know, I just – I think Utah – it's not a bet that I think UConn really will win, but I think the value of plus 460 yeah. coming off a, a – a, a pretty easy letdown spot where you go into the game versus Arkansas, you get all hype, it's on the road, you somehow steal that game, uh, you know, I don't know how, uh, but you held Arkansas down and then, you know, it just, it's sort of like you take a breath and go, oh, we're going to UConn this week, no sweat, and then, you know, you probably get into the game and it's like, oh, this UConn team's kind of good when did this happen and you know all of a sudden it's a closer game than you want so I, I thought 460 was pretty good value on that one all right uh 
Nothing in the Mac because the Mac has uh, been uh, midweek all week. Midweek. So we'll skip that and go to the Mountain West. Uh, decent showdown here, San Jose State versus San Diego State. Uh, San Diego State's found their legs a little bit. These two teams, along with Fresno State, are the three that uh, are battling out to sort of get atop the other side of the uh, Mountain West bracket. Uh, I... I I really wanted to take San Diego State getting plus at home here uh, straight. I, I I caved and just threw it in my parlays because I, I couldn't totally trust it. But because basically the San Jose State team has been weird. They have some very weird losses. And the losses, when they win, they just win by 30 points. So I, I couldn't quite tell if we're going to get, you know, the normal San Diego State you know, 16-13 win, or we're getting San Jose State 40-10 win here. So I, I backed off, but uh, what would you make of the San Jose State-San uh, Diego State game? Yeah, I tell you what, the Mountain West has been a really, really weird conference this year. Uh, really hard to predict. Not a whole lot of fun to bet on, in my opinion, just because when you think you see something, uh, some wacky game comes out and surprises you and you lose some money. Um I'm, you know, you said a little bit about Fresno. I'm shocked at their turnaround. The, you know, they went from just playing terribly and they turned it around. They're looking amazing these last few weeks. But the San Jose-San Diego State game, yeah, you, I'm like you. I lean home team here, but this is just one I can't put any money on just because I can't find enough reasons on either side to take take other than maybe the home team. But yeah. that's about it. Um. You mentioned it. I'm going with Fresno State tonight as a bet minus nine and a half versus our UNLV. Uh, it, it's big, but uh, you know, I was looking back and uh, UNLV played Air Force uh, like two or three weeks ago, and it was like 42 to 14. Uh, with the way this Fresno State team has, has been playing the last couple of weeks, I, I I think there's. UNLV still has a chance here to get bowl eligible. They got four wins. Their last two games are uh, Nevada and I and Hawaii. I, I think that's their focus. You know, yeah. this Fresno State ga State game. I don't think they think they can win. Uh, they did play them well last year. I, I will say that. But I just I feel like they're looking the next two weeks. Let's beat Hawaii. Let's beat Nevada. Let's get bowl eligible. And I I think that is a successful season for UNLV. You know, we had a little fun with them, you know, maybe winning this side of the uh, the bracket. But, you know, reality hit once that second half yeah. of the schedule hit and they had to play a handful of the good teams in the Mountain West. But uh, nonetheless, I, I thought being under that number of 10, I liked that nine and a half there for Fresno State. So I, I'm going Fresno State minus uh, nine and a half uh, on uh, tonight's game uh, versus UNLV. All right, uh, Pac-12, uh, one really nice matchup, Washington uh, versus Oregon here. I I'm curious what you think because uh, I, I really, really badly wanted to take Washington plus 13. And, you know, basically other than that Georgia game, Oregon has literally kicked everybody's ass. I mean, the closest game the last like six seven weeks has been you know like that uh 15 point uh win over uh uh i who was it uh us not usc uh ucla uh where they dominated the whole game and that score was actually a lot closer than the game actually was so i, I really wanted to take this washington 13 but i, I just yeah 
with the way Washington has played on the road, and I just Oregon hasn't showed any weakness other than that Georgia game. Basically, I, I couldn't quite grab it. I'm curious what your thoughts are on it. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, we've reached the time of the year where um, we're kind of waiting on the big time Pac-12 teams to drop a game that they're not supposed to. It typically happens with the Oregon's, the USC's, and the UCLA's. They have some weird ones, but Oregon is just kind of on a different level. The way they've been playing, they've just been dominating. Haven't had any close, you know, get buys, kind of like USC has and UCLA. They've both kind of been, you know, playing with fire a little bit, but Oregon's just been dominating. If this game was at Washington, I'd like that 13 a lot more, but, but going on the road here, I just, I don't see them really hanging with them. Uh, you know, we've seen the way Washington's played on the road. They're just a different team. Yeah, I, th- I think that's just – I couldn't quite do it. Uh, I really, really – I thought that 13 was high, though, but I can't quite make myself grab it. This one isn't necessarily a, a big game, but it is interesting as Arizona goes up to UCLA, uh, UCLA-USC next week, uh, which I think both know uh, – I mean, there's an off chance Utah goes up to Oregon and upsets them. But, you know, from what I've seen from that Utah defense, that would be a, a pretty big upset. I Honestly, I think that number might be just as big next week with Utah as it is with Washington this week. Uh, so, you know, UCLA-USC probably going to be the decider on who, you know, moves on. Uh, but... This is an interesting game because Arizona is a little spunky. Uh, you know, I don't think Colorado uh, is going to push uh, USC at all. But Arizona can go in there and, and mess yeah. around a little bit here. Do you think UCLA is looking ahead a little bit or they stay pretty focused? I thought that when, um, you know, last week going into Tempe where they just dominated him was pretty impressive despite Arizona State, you know, not being great. It's still a hard place to go where they've struggled. Yeah, I, I think there's an outside shot at Arizona covering the spread here. I think it was around 20. Yeah, it was like 20 and a half last I saw. Yeah, so I, I think they could keep it that close. You know, UCLA, um, you know, they they tend to not, you know, be as consistent with the um, their defense. And, and Arizona's got an offense capable enough to, to move the ball a little bit and, uh, and keep it interesting. But it, it's like you said, UCLA could be looking ahead to the big rivalry game. And uh, but they've been sneaky, you know. They've just got that one loss, and and people haven't been talking about UCLA as much. Yeah, that I think that's the other thing. Everybody's sort of since UCLA lost that Oregon game, they sort of flown out of the radar a little bit, which is probably good for them. Um, no bets for you here. Uh, I have one. Washington.